What's Cooking, supported by Auckland Art Gallery Toyo Tamaki. Become a member today for great art benefits. Uh, yesterday I spoke with Dallas from Frat Freddy's. He's got a brand brand new uh, EP coming out, uh, out November 3rd. You may have heard a few singles um, dropped from it already. It's a six-tracker. Um, just had a general chat to him about um, the recent European tour with Fat Freddy's and you know how he's put together the CP and who he's done it with. So here you go. Started off with uh, our conversation about Fat Freddy's recent jaunt around Europe. Oh, it was great, bro. Yeah, no, it was awesome. Yeah, no, we we had a really good time. We had Louis Baker with us this time, so... Was he singing and playing guitar? Yeah, yeah so he was our opening act, and he just he just did a solo performance. For yes. Two, half, half an hour just by himself. He was amazing. Mm-hmm. So good. Like, every show, we just he's, he was just blowing us away. Yeah. I was like, this guy, <laughs> he does it all. <laughs> He's amazing. He doesn't need anybody. <laughs> wicked, wicked. No, now, he really smashed it. It was really good. I know. Sorry, this is not really a chat about Fat Freddy's, but I may as well bust out a few questions. Was no, it? I did, didn't mind. did you hit any um, spots that you haven't managed to hit before in Europe, or just visiting familiar stomping grounds? We played in Galway, in Ireland. That was a little bit different. Yes. We never we never played there before. Oh, and we played in Santa Sofia. In Italy, that was brand new as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that is that going to be your only European run this year? Or are you going to go back a bit later? Uh, no, that's it for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just going to chill here, try and get into the studio. Yes. But trying to get everybody together is just like, can be a bit of a nightmare uh, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, we're going to get everyone together eventually and, and do some recording. Mm-hmm. And then New Year's we do Rhythm and Nelps and a few other bits and pieces to the summer run here. Next year we do two... Two European two, runs? Yeah, we do two runs next year. Yeah, excellent. Now, the reason we're actually talking this this afternoon is you've got a brand new EP coming out, a six-tracker out in November that you've done with Devon that people might be familiar with from Pacific Heights and, of course, Shapeshifter and Moo yeah. as well. Yeah, no, Moo's, Moo's right there, so it's a, it's a family affair. Yeah. It's a family affair. What's the impetus behind this one? What has steered you in this direction and what's it all about? Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's a continuation of from the solo project that I, I mean, I've released three tracks so far um, for my solo project. It's really just carrying on from that. So a lot of these songs that I have for the EP were written during COVID lockdown. So I just, I just had plenty. I was, it was a really creative time for me and I just ended up with like lots of songs. Mm-hmm. And it was just time to release a body of work. Yes. Um, I haven't done it since 1999. And I, I really, yeah, releasing a body of work, you know, collection of songs is a little bit different, I think, than just releasing singles. It's I, I feel like it's been a much more satisfying process on the release side of things, actual releasing of, of stuff. It feels like releasing the single, singles is, for me, being an old school musician, it actually... When I did my first single release, it felt like the same kind of work I would have put into releasing an album mm. when I was like a young fella. Like, there's just so much to do. It's been a great learning experience too. That's a major reason for me wanting to release solo material outside of Freddy's is to really just kind of get inside the process of of release. But yeah, a body of work as opposed to singles is, it, you know, feels really good. I think I think you 
give a really a much more fairer representation of who you are as a musician yes of what you want to say they all kind of follow a certain or they all play a part of in the whole tell a you know separate part of the story if you like and yeah it's just it's just been a a, a satisfying yeah man process. now obviously recorded at a pretty crazy time and i mean globally uh you're saying recorded over covid I mean, re- reflecting bl- b- back on the tracks, is there a bit of a snapshot of what was happening at the time, weaving its way into the music? Yeah, there definitely is. Um, you're right about what you see and what you hear and what you feel at the time, you know, as artists, that's just what we do. Well, at least for this project I did. Uh, for Freddie's, it can be the process is slightly different, whereas I'm more of a representative for, you know, the people within the band and also sometimes the process of writing a song could consist of well how will we perform this live and to who and and also we 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 start to think about the people that we're performing to you know that that's a different process writing process to the process of writing this ep so Mm -hmm. this ep is obviously what i saw and what we felt uh, as a family I could almost say it's a family album. You know, this is the album I wrote when I was in close quarters with my sons and my partner. And, you know, the the stories and the writing reflects the way that we dealt with COVID. There's songs about the uncertainty of the time. There's songs about the positive experiences that we had when we were in lockdown, you know. Obviously for me, one of the positive experiences was, was actually creating, making music again by myself. Lots of video games were played. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of, you know, all the all those types of things. But, you know, there's also a balance there. I mean, when you're living in close quarters, you know, the co-popper for us was to be positive, be as healthy as we possibly could. So yeah. uh, for us, it was all about um, being, you know, yoga in the mornings and tried to express something, or said something that we were grateful for. We tried to be grateful. So mm. within COVID, I think everybody had to come face to face with where they were in their lives or you know where they were situated physically mm-hmm. and somehow you know be be accepting of that be accepting of the the place where we are and the place where we live and the things that we have so um you know there's a feeling of that gratefulness that comes through in the ep hopefully we've uh, put this all together properly i've got a tune from bill withers uh that um, Dallas suggested, so here we go. Grandma's hands clapped in church on Sunday morning. Grandma's hands played a tambourine so well. Grandma's hands used to issue you run so fast might fall on a piece of glass might be snakes there in that grass grandma's hand grandma's hand soothe the local unwed mother grandma's hand used to ache sometimes and swell grandma's hand to lift her face and tell her she'd say baby grandma understand that you really love that man put 
yourself in Jesus' hands, Grandma's hands. Grandma's hands used to hand me a piece of candy. Grandma's hands pick me up each time I fell. Grandma's hands, boy, they really came in a handy sheet. Say, Matty, don't you whip that boy. You wanna spank him for He didn't drop no apple core But I don't have grandma anymore If I get to heaven I'll look for grandma's hand Now, yeah. you obviously have got An incredibly long working relationship With Devon was this EP the closest that you've worked with him? And this time around, what, did you learn any new tricks or techniques or anything, you know, from this creative partnership that really surprised you? The first three songs that we did, the singles, they were all done remotely. They were mm. all done via the internet, you know, obviously being in COVID. So this one was different in that we could actually be in the studio together and work with musicians and with each other to try and create the EP. For me, it was a really rewarding experience. Things like working with a drummer and a bass player and just just musicians are really good. <laughs> These guys are amazing. <laughs> yeah. um, really amazing musicians. Uh, Leo Cogini on um, keys. He's a young uh, musician from Wellington, a really amazing keyboard player. Uh, Corey Champion on the drums and then Johnny Lawrence on the bass. So you just like working with these really professional talented musicians and hearing the way that they approach uh, recording sessions and and just being able to be there to mic up drums you know um to 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 fine tune the sound of the bass and to also work through chords on the grand piano and and you know really just that that kind of part of the writing process that i was missing from the first three singles you know it's more of a collaborative feeling it's the, more the you know the stuff you look forward to as musicians working with other musicians mm, mm. so yeah there's that also being able to see reno in his element so reno devon we call him reno devon is you know he's an amazing producer he just works with so many people now and just being able to see him you know really in his element yes yeah yeah uh, do, do you have any plans to do any of these songs in a live setting uh, yep, yep. I've got a few gigs lined up already. Yeah, that's the next step for this EP is to get a live show happening, which I'm really excited about. Excellent, excellent. I'm going to tie this in with our weekly musical guest selection feature. If you had like two or three songs you'd like to recommend, or you know, like just big up, you know, that you've been really into, I think maybe I said that it inspired the EP. Was there any music floating around at the time you recorded that? Um, you know, was inspiration for the music that you created? Not not so much for the musical direction, no, I don't think. Uh, heading towards for my solo project, mm -hmm. I think it's uh, more kind of R&B based, um, soul based, and a little bit more into just kind of jazz as well. Um, just those, probably those three things uh, for, for this project anyway. So the yes. soul, R&B jazz artists like bill with this yep 
without without saying any kind of songs, obviously. Um, but I can always write down the songs. I, I couldn't think of one right now. Though. Yeah, it's so uh, funny being put on the spot. Every every single well, person. I've had this fucking question for fucking two days, so it's yeah. my bad. But I only just got back from Napier, so yeah, I'm a little bit uh, underprepared. Nah, mate. It's... Uh, but like bit brothers, yeah. and then there's like actually salt. Salt, oh, yeah, which salt, one? Which Salt Lily. Oh, they're the crazy, new, eh? The brand new album yeah. is, is beautiful, man. It's yeah. a beautiful, beautifully produced uh, piece of work, that one. Do you know what's and, going on there? I mean, is it, are they just like anonymous? They're just like a, a crew, eh? They're all relatively anonymous. They're just punching nah, out one, albums. It's one guy. Is it one guy? It's one guy, that, yeah, and he's just super prolific. Uh, he's the, oh, I've forgotten his name. But they'll definitely like though. There's a story there, bro. Like yeah. you sh- should definitely check that story out behind behind the producer of Salt. So he's got about another four or five projects that he just does at the same time. Oh man, but crazy! For Salt, this that last album that they did it sounded like some of the drums in there just sound like a one take, but yes. recorded so beautifully that it just sounded. You you just enjoy all the like the little mistakes and stuff. Mm, mm. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, that totally but, makes sense, man. Totally makes yeah. sense. And like some of her singing, the, the girl singing, I've forgotten her name too, but she's just kind of like doing these hooks that are like real repetitive and and real simple, but her delivery is amazing. Love will 
So yeah, those guys, and then things people like bad, bad, not good. Yeah, the you know maybe D'Angelo. D'Angelo is a little bit tricky for me. Like I still feel like he's such a massive inspiration to me that whenever people try and head in that direction, I think they fuck it up, and I'm just like, nah. (laughs) Why'd you go there for? So I don't want to be one of those dudes. Yes, I'm not saying that it's any different for Bill Withers or anything, but I feel like almost kind of like more in comfortable with that world than I would be with D'Angelo. Yes. You know, Bill, he was an amazing singer and a songwriter, but he, he wasn't like any kind of jazz uh, wizard or, you know, technically an amazing keyboard player like D'Angelo. You know, mm. his skills were very simple, very raw, very, very, very straight to the point. Mm. So I think, you know, that's kind of like more my world there. But yeah, D'Angelo, no, don't, wouldn't go near it. Wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't even try it. Yeah. Right. Hey, Dallas, thanks very much for taking the time. Um, all the best for the EP, nice, and brother. we'll see you soon, bro. New EP out November 3. That's Dallas from Fat Freddy's. The, it's called Levels. Um, six tracker, as mentioned previously. A new single is out on Friday. Uh, so we're going to play this one, which is already out. This is Dallas's tune, Leaning. You're listening to 95 BFM and shout out to the Auckland Art Gallery for sponsoring this guest selection feature.
like the morning night Whispers wake up to the evening Head spinning like a satellite Is this real or am I dreaming? Cooking, supported by Auckland Art Gallery Toyo Tamaki. Become a member today for great art benefits.